beautiful mountains. Damn it, I started sending a text about how strong this lemonade is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can edit this part out. It doesn't fight. No. No, I refuse. Uh, I mean, he didn't get started off on a funny thing either. It was just rock and roll. So what do you want to talk about first? Um, can we talk about Dynamite first? Let's talk about Dynamite. All right. I wasn't really too like interested in full gear i was like i'll watch it but wasn't really invested eddie kingston comes out and has this awesome promo with john moxley about how like he's like i didn't i never gave my mother grandkids because of that title like i never married because i never gave my mother a daughter-in-law because i'm going after this title like it was like this really like impassioned promo and then, like moxley had his held his own but kingston really Kingston talked his way into headlining a pay-per-view. Kingston like, really sold himself yeah. and sold the pay-per-view match. And I was like, holy shit, I really want to see this now. No, that, <laughs> so have you been watching Dynamite pretty regularly? Yeah. Or, I mean, that's what he's been doing since he got there. Oh, yeah. Just he, like, he really like fucking talked his way into being a big part of that company. True. And uh, like BTE will even have him do like a weekly promo on anything. Just like, here you go. Do a promo on this. And I'll just do a promo on it. It's not Halloween. It's yeah. October 31st, <laughs> where I come from. <laughs> um, so that was good. Also, on a, this isn't Dynamite. I respect that he also respects the special gear for big pay-per-view rules. Yes, yeah. I didn't really like his gear, but I thought it was funny. That was fine. Um, but then, like, the very next segment, they had the promo package with... Uh, Omega and Hangman Page like breaking up as a tag team to Cinderella's. You don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, now I really want to watch this pay per view. Uh, I don't know. I've never heard Cinderella in a pro wrestling promo before. In 2020, wasn't the time <laughs> you expected it? I wasn't expecting it at all. And uh, I just thought it was hilarious. So thumbs up to whoever thought of that. That was, that was a really good idea. And that's, that's the only. That's the first time when I haven't watched in a couple months. I've been very good about keeping up with uh, AEW. You know, I won't. I won't talk about the rest of it. But um, the Bucks said that they, if they didn't win the tag titles, uh, they would never challenge for them again. And then on BTE, I showed you earlier. They uh, they were just going to introduce the TNT tag team titles. And they had tassels <laughs> on them. Uh, that was really good. Um, so that was why they did that. See, we uh, we gonna just go right into full gear then. Sure. Um, before we talk about all the matches, what would you grade the pay per view on a A, A minus maybe? Um, I'll say I was gonna say like B ish, high B. Okay. Middle, middle B. I think I, I'm I'm saying A because like I would probably give like the Hell in the Cell pay per view a B. I'll just say it's. And I think this was better than that, so. It was good. Like, it was a good wrestling wrestling show. But, like, I don't, like, I didn't really think any of the matches were, like, amazing. It's not the best AEW pay-per-view. Uh, I, had... I'll definitely agree with that. 
but uh like it didn't have i mean maybe i'm just expecting one match to be absolutely insane every fucking pay-per-view and this didn't really have any of that to me i thought omega and hangman was good um, i i thought every match was good ish i have problems with a lot with something with some of them and we can go in order of that and i can nitpick yeah why don't we nitpick on uh what you didn't like first we'll go let's go in order because i can just say what i didn't like Okay, uh, I don't have the the match card in front of me. It but... opened with Hangman and Omega, yeah. which was good. It, which <laughs> was a very WWE move to have that match open. Yes, um, it's like when they would put the world title from SmackDown on first on WrestleMania. Yes, correct. <laughs> uh, but it was good. Solid you, match. You, I didn't expect uh, Omega to hit the one winged angel when he did and win. I thought that match would have gone a little bit longer. It ended very quickly. It yeah. was a short. It was shorter than you thought it was going to be. Because some of the other matches went a little longer than they should have. One in particular, yes. <laughs> um, I think one in particular because that was that was the thing is the matches that I thought were going to go longer weren't as long as I thought they were going to be. That was one of them. Okay. Um. Because then after that was John Silver and Orange, Orange Cassidy, which was exactly what it needed to be. Uh, he just ripped out his pockets, and I was like, "I was like, it's not about the pockets, though. It's about the the slit where he puts his hands. He could still do that." <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but then he ate the pockets. Yeah, <laughs> it was He's Johnny Hungy. Is it? It was a perfect match because like Silver's over his shit. Yeah, and like now. Orange Cassidy's thing, the whole thing is that he's everyone is like doesn't take him seriously and underestimates him, and that's what he did to John Silver in that match. Mm-hmm. Um, now the false finish where Silver isn't gonna win, but they thought he hit his finish and didn't win, going right into Orange Cassidy's finishing sequence was a little fucking wacky, but yeah, I liked I liked that match. It was pretty. It was fine. I mean, yeah, inoffensive. Um. Because after that was the fuck me. Oh, we didn't talk about the the pre show. Did you watch the? Buy-in? I don't even know what the pre show is. It was Serena Deeb versus uh, Allison K. So I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it was an NWA women's title match, and Allison K hasn't been in AEW yet. So I don't know if you know who she is. I do. All right. Yeah, she was champ before Thunder Rosa. So good stuff. Uh. Serena Deeb having a career resurgence 10 years later. Good to see. Was it a good match? Yeah, it was fine. The match it, she had it was, on... it was the best women's match on the show. I liked the other women's match. We'll go into that. We'll then. go into that. Um, was Jericho MJF the third match? No, that was the second to last. Okay, you're right then. Um, the third match was... I'm going to bring up the uh, the match card now. Because I knew this. <laughs> I no, so I, I, here's the problem: is I knew what match was third because I. Oh no! It was the TNT match. It was the, it was the title match. Okay. And that was. <clears throat> you knew that he was going to win in the first five minutes of that match. Um. I didn't know first five minutes. Yeah, Omega went sixteen minutes. And the TNT title match went 17 minutes. Does that count all the shit at the end, though? No. Really? The match was long. I don't know if you remember, but that was, it was a pretty long match. I mean, I was stoned as shit yeah. watching it. Um, God damn, Darby Allen is small. He's a small guy, but 
he definitely should have won because the mid card title should be on a, an up and comer. Why did Cody ha- have to dye his hair to get that title back for Darby Allen to win it? Couldn't they couldn't just do a babyface beating a fucking heel? Uh, like the Brody Lee couldn't have lost that title to 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 fucking Darby Allen. Cody had to come back with fucking black hair to overcome Brody Lee, so he could then in turn lose the title to. He he could get one up on Orange Cassie in a title match and then lose it to Darby Allen right after. Look, Cody loves Cody, all right? Cody loves Cody, and Cody is Dusty's son. I get it. Cody has the most self-indulgent entrance in wrestling. Cody has the most self-indulgent existence in any promotion, Yeah, really. I mean, sometimes it ends up where, like, which I like that. Because it get it, sometimes it results in very NWA stuff, yeah. like the NWA shit that you like, because you get a collar match really kind of for no reason, like just to like as your rematch when that should be a, if you're gonna do that, have a third match. Yeah, but like he also dyed his hair to do it. I don't want it. Just something about this match and the, the fact that it happened this way was annoying. I, I unless like- you were gonna turn Cody heel. Uh. Or Arn heel. I could see them turning Arn heel. It but, seemed like they laid the groundwork for a couple people turning on this pay per view. But Cody really does like it's. He's had his time with the TNT title. Now it's time to move away from it. Um, make Darby Allen wrestle against like Jungle Boy and Sammy Guevara, and that's that's where I think that title should really live and breathe is between like. The guys who are gonna be I have no problem with Darby Allen having it. I have a problem with how they got to it, I guess. Yeah. Cause I think there was probably a little bit more meat on the bone of of uh Cody having the Cena run with it. Yeah. Cause that's I I really liked it when they did that. I mean that's you got Eddie Kingston out of that. We also had a matchup against Warhorse, which is fucking <laughs> the more I think about that is bonkers. Um but yeah, it was fine. It was yeah, you know. Yeah, it was a, it was it was a good match, but like entertaining. It's fine. Yeah, I had no problem with it. Right guy won. Yeah, because now you get like he's gonna feud with Brian Cage and uh, Ricky Starks, and they're gonna feud. God damn, I love how Ricky Starks dresses like The Rock in '97. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Next up, we had Hikaru Shida and Nyla Rose. Okay, so a <coughs> we like do how do we feel about the Mega Man? gear oh she her her gear is like uh also it's like tifa from final fantasy 7 too okay so that might have been what it is i just assumed it was mega man uh well it's just like a variation on that because tifa has like white and a white top and green pants where she's just all red but it's the same basic outfit okay and also she has a cat named after a town in zelda 2 and also characters in future Zelda games, but and did Zelda tattoos or not? No, not Nyla Rose. Uh, Hikaru Shida. Okay, I was talking about Nyla Rose's oh, gear. I didn't even notice. Yeah, she had Mega Man gear. I'm pretty oh, sure. Okay, I didn't. I didn't notice. <laughs> I just. I just assumed that every every, we, every Japanese women's wrestler is somehow Final Fantasy related. We did discuss on, on our conversation about who we'd rather sleep with, Sunny Kiss or Nyla Rose, and how we op- ended up on opposite sides of that answer. Yeah. <laughs> Stand by it, too. Um, no, no, one, no one there had, had the balls to answer. 
The um, I thought this match was probably Nyla Rose's best match in AEW until the end where she yeah. blew the fuck up and couldn't kick out of pinfalls. The end was very sloppy. The end was very sloppy because like whatever sequence that happened on the outside to yes to end that match was like too fast. It just it uh, I don't know. It was probably Hikaru Shida's best match in AEW too. Nah, she, she kicked the shit out of her at the beginning. She's had better matches. It was it was hard hitting at the beginning. Yeah, I liked it. Um, and this was fourteen minutes. The previous match was seventeen. This match was too long. Yes, I was gonna say like cut five minutes off. Cut five match. minutes off this match, and also, uh, Nyla Rose definitely turning babyface. Well, they did the uh, Andre the Giant, Bobby Heenan, WrestleMania six thing. Yes. Uh, same exact thing. Like you know, I was just like, I was like, in six months she's gonna come out where with like walking canes and stuff on her arms. <laughs> Yeah, and then Virgil's gonna come out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this opens the door for uh, uh, Britt Baker to now be the number one contender. And- yeah, we were talking. I was talking to Bri about this last night because I mean we are on the. Everyone kind of shits on the AEW Women's Division because it they have to have it because they're the progressive company, but their women's division does kind of blow. Yeah, well, they're not going to be as good as WWE. WWE is is it's impossible to keep up with because yeah. it has the five best women's wrestlers in the world yeah but like also like once Britt baker's back they'll start doing something with big swole who can probably be in that spot and chris statlander's eventually going to come back right and i feel like that's where that title's going they're gonna have Britt baker beat hikaru shida for it and then uh chris statlander's buttlander's gonna come back and (laughs) (laughs) as johnny hungy would say um yeah so that's where i see that going so it's fine. I like I'm, I'm, Rashida, but I'm optimistic about it. I, th- I thought I thought the match was better than I thought it was going to be. I guess. Yeah. I didn't think it was like an amazing match, but I thought it was good. Yeah. I w- I also wasn't really paying attention to it too too much at this point either. Um, next up, clocking in at 28 minutes and 35 seconds, <laughs> Young Bucks versus FTR. Right, so this match was really long. Very long. I didn't feel long when I watched it. Um. This was the match. That I was just, hey, I thought this match was going to go longer, but I guess if it's a fucking half hour, then this was the match that I really felt was going to close the show because I thought they'd put Kingston and Moxley on earlier to to wrap up the the Bucks and FTR as like the tag titles. But putting it here is fine. So I thought it was going to go long. I didn't expect it to be this long. I thought twenty minutes easily. Um, but they did like every false finish you could think of. Um. They all kicked out of the finishes and stuff. So, I thought that there there would be more to this. I mean, I don't know how much more you could squeeze into the match. There was no like bullshit from anyone else interfering, which I thought was great. Um, it just felt like they were saving stuff. I don't know. Could be. Um, but I mean, FTR did a, a, a one of the dudes did a, a four fifty. He flipped when he should have fisted. Yes, and I said no flips, just fists. Um, I thought that was a great way to end it because it, it was like kind of like mocking the Young Bucks in a way and yeah. came back to bite them. Good, now, good wrestling story. I thought it was a great match. Yes. I just it, I was expecting like one the level of Hangman and Kenny. Okay. Because Hangman and Kenny and Bucks were better by a lot, kind of. Oh, yeah, that's still the match of the year to me. I I was expecting something along those lines, like like a spot fest 
sort of too. This kind of was a spot fest, but it was like not not as bad. Maybe it was just because it was more grounded in wrestling than the other match was. But I thought this match was really good as far as tag team rules are concerned because it was pretty much the FTR like isolating Matt from Nick the entire time. Yes. And really cutting the ring off and working like the Brain Busters. And I got a really good Brain Busters rockers vibe from this match too. Is is FTR done now? I don't think so. I think they signed like contracts with F- with AEW, but I do think they also want to like go and do other promotions too. Like I know they definitely want to do Japan. Oh, I would think so. That's so, that's right in their wheelhouse. But I think like they said something about like leaving. Yeah, even at the better than the way they came. So which makes me think that there's definitely going to be three more or two more matches. Yeah. Like I can't imagine they had they accidentally built this up for five years and they're not gonna like <laughs> squeeze every fucking last bit out of it. Well, well, I also think that FTR is not going back to WWE like pretty much ever. So oh, I can't imagine they not anytime soon. Yeah, especially they're more valuable outside of WWE. Exactly, but I could see them going to New Japan and doing some title stuff for like a couple months and then coming. I could back too. And- I mean, even like doing. I mean, they 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 have the the indie run when the indies are back too. But like maybe in like six months, if like we can travel again and get over there, maybe they'll do stuff where they win back the titles and then drop them again and fly over to Japan when those titles come back, and then they do like a, a another title run so they're unified. I don't know. There's a lot of possibilities. A lot, going of, on. A lot of possibilities. Of, but I I just think there's going to be. I was. I, I hope there's going to be more matches because I think. They have like one like ridiculous fucking tag match in them. I thought that one was very good. I'm not complaining about it at all, but like there's gonna be one that goes like 45 minutes. But uh, one of the things about this match while I was watching it, um, Chikini and Dan like to uh, have their fun with me, I guess. Raz you, they raz me a lot, they they make fun of me for uh. Liking the retros when the Masters of the Universe figures are new now and pretty much killed off the the retros. So they sort of mock me for that because they collect the Masters of the Universe figures and I do not. So they're like, ah, yes, these the retros must have died so the, the Motus could live, like sort of thing. And they make fun of me for uh, liking Omega and the Bucks because they're like cornet heads and they just, I, they just like whatever cornet has to say about them. Uh, listen, listen, woman listeners, listener. Yeah. What, whichever one. Dan will definitely listen. Um, I am also a cornet guy and I, I confirmed that <clears throat> last week. God damn. I like both. I'm the asshole that says, uh, no matter who wins, just remember to be nice to each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> More on that later. More on that later. But like Jim Cornette is the Chris Barnes of professional <laughs> wrestling. Where like fundamentally I will disagree. God damn, come down here to park on a mall, get your car. <laughs> like he's gonna do some sh- things that he fucking hates, but this Chris Barnes does some things that I really like. Jim Cornette fucking loves himself some goddamn Memphis wrestling, which is the good shit. His opinions on wrestling aren't always wrong. No, they're not. He, absolutely not. he hates the fuck out of Donald Trump, yes. which I love. He just really hates AEW that I like. And I think that a lot of that's gimmick. 
Uh, I don't think it's a gimmick. I think now uh, is he an insane person? Yes. Yeah, he's mentally unstable. He's yeah. not. I don't. I don't. And th- is Brian Last also a problem? Yes. Brian Last is just his yes man. He's just like oh, yeah. Whatever you say, Jim. <laughs> and he, also, like a, the older people that love Jim Cornette can kind of suck one. Or like, unless those emails that he gets on his show are gimmicked, which I wouldn't put that past Jim Cornette. I, I think what, like I said, mentioned previous episodes, what, what killed Cornette for me was the fact that he like fuck almost fucked over the NWA and got them kicked off of YouTube and didn't apologize for it. You know, I, that was the thing that pissed me off. What I, I like, like about Cornette is he takes his real, like whatever he's doing too far and it affects real workers. Yes. Like I guess it like fucked up Janelle a little bit until he realized that he's the king of the internet and he can just fuck them back way harder. Yes. I always enjoy the Janelle razzing. Yeah, but, but like, yeah, I mean, I guess like it, it probably makes people feel like shit when they're not like, they're not Batista over here. Like they're just now making their money. And when Cornette's out there shitting on him and he's like, he's probably like a generation before when they'd have been around. But I mean, you still like in theory, the, the lore of wrestling, you're supposed to respect the, when you hear shit like that, especially Cornette, like who kind of, I definitely respect the lore of wrestling. Yeah. I respect the history. I respect the workers. I respect what they do. Uh, I just, you know, I, I gave up on Jim Cornette about a year ago. I just said enough. That's it for me. You know, I, I can enjoy wrestling historians talk without hearing Jim Cornette's voice. I, I like it when I pick and choose. Like I listened to that Tracy Smothers episode. Yeah. I listened had, to that. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, I like liking Jim Cornette. Now, am I going to wear a shirt? But not anytime soon. Like, I, like I said, I don't hate him. I'm just done, like listening to him. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not a member of the cult. But like, but, they, uh, they but say, like, they, like Dan and Chikini will say the same things about the Bucks that he does. Like, it's all flips, and I'm just kind of like, yeah. But when my eyes see them wrestle, they're good. better wrestlers than just the flips. Yeah, I'm like when I when I, and then like there's some people in AEW when, that are when they aren't work, as good the as pe- the flips. But. When they work, the people who mock them for a lack of storytelling by selling a, a non-existent back injury for an entire year, like when they do shit like that, I'm just kind of like, wow, these guys are way better than anyone gives them credit for. And now I'm just gonna start liking them way too much because they're trying to like razz me for it. So now I'm just gonna say like, you know what, Goldberg and the Young Bucks, greatest wrestlers in the world. I mean, I don't really disagree with you on the Goldberg thing, a hundred percent. I'm leaning into it because I'm getting, I'm being pushed away from it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, he, Cornette, also during that Smothers episode, this is this is off. I, I don't even remember how we got into Cornette because I'm drinking. Um, he's like, also, you don't set up tables. You fall through tables that are already set up. And I'm like, fuck you, you're right. And now I'm going <laughs> to notice every time someone sets up a table. He is right. Uh. And like I know, wow, that, the attitude era really fucked that one up, huh? Yeah, but like the Dudley I, Boys fucked that one. I, up. I guess I was gonna say like more of the Dudley Boys, but like I, I guess it's not as offensive now that I'm thinking about it. Like the tar- the partner sets up the table, and the other guy puts him through it, or something like that. Like so, yeah, I could go both ways on it. I'm I'm bisexual on table setups. If if it's a good match, I don't really care about it because the good match is also it gets set up and then you forget about it for a little bit. Yeah. But if they're like set up for tables, ladders, and chair match, and then someone goes through it, yeah. Or if it's, you know, you don't see the commentary table set up next to the ring anymore. Like, how would like ninety four, ninety five WCW the table would just be like right? Oh yeah, touching the ring. The the Heenan Brian Pillman's yeah. placement. Yeah. 
you don't see that anymore. So it makes more sense that they set it up now. I don't know. Hearing hearing that said out loud made a lot of sense, but in practice, maybe it's not as important as one. It's might much think. harder now than it's also yeah. less important now than before. But yeah. he's right. Um, we'll go back to we'll go back to was that the best match of the night for me? Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Uh, like I said, a lot of false finishes, so uh, good stuff. Next up, NA, no time. Uh, Matt Hardy against Sammy Guevara in the Ultimate Deletion. I have many problems with this. Wow, you didn't like this? <laughs> I have, I liked it. I have two major problems with it. I have, I have a few problems with this. Like the the lack of music during certain spots. Um, the what I enjoy about the House Hardy matches is that like it's kind of weird and like the ambiance, the commentary over it. Fuck that. Okay, I was watching outside of, on a projector. Couldn't hear the commentary. Oh, the commentary is prevalent. Uh, that's that's too bad. There's Jr. Whatever he's trying to do to tell this story doesn't know the story. Yeah, Jim Ross should not be commentating one of these matches. Okay, um, it was a little matchier than it, they it usually se- are. It seemed like it was a live match. It didn't seem like it was a pre-tape. Yeah, which I was probably on purpose. It's so like I, I'm I'm okay with like they're trying to advance it to be another. To be something similar, but not exactly the same. Like, I get you can't keep doing the same thing over and over again. Right, right, right. But having Jim Ross do commentary over this match, no. Not, it's not what it is. That's not what it's there for. The, the AEW version of this match sucked. Okay. I know that being said, it was okay. I enjoyed the, the monster truck at the beginning. And the <laughs> So, yes. I was watching it with someone who had never seen this before. Who had no idea Matt Hardy was doing this, so we were trying to like give like the overview. Like, oh god, that's a lot of catching up to do. We tried to give the overview, and because like we didn't like explain anything, so during the match we're just like, yeah, he has a boat too, and then like five minutes later the boat shows up. He's like, ah, there's the boat. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, the um, Shivani and and Jim Ross, like, what's that boat? And then like Excalibur knows all this shit. Yeah, like which is fine, but like it was. <sighs> Like, I would rather have Michael Cole shitting on it before and after than having Jim Ross try to call it like it's a real wrestling match. Um, God. Uh, well, Vince McMahon told Michael Cole to shit on it before it even aired. And then it, At least Vince let them do it, though. And then it was fine. Uh, this was a more matchy than the previous ones, but I thought the Gangrel appearance was awesome. So I also, what I do like is that there was another, there was a raw intro. There's a Raw's War introduction on the roof, on the rooftop match going on on the background while all the other shit was happening. I must, I must have missed that. When, um, when Santana and Ortiz were facing private party in the ring while Sammy and, <laughs> and Matt Hardy were shooting fireworks at each other. All right. Which is like. Got it now. Yeah. Didn't put the two and two together until that. I so I liked that. That doesn't usually happen. Um the, the hurricane like of reincarnation thing. Yeah. We've done that. Yeah. We, we've we've seen it done better too. So but like I thought like th- I couldn't hear any music during certain spots and I was like Does, it would really help if there was no commentary and music there. There was a little bit of music later but on. I yeah. thought the commentary killed it for me. Okay. Because I couldn't hear, I couldn't hear any of the commentary, so it didn't take away from me, and I thought it was fine. Uh, previous ones have been better. Yes, but this was overall not bad. 
No. I so again, was it bad? No, but this was like the the most offended I was. Okay. Because I felt like I was like I had high expectations for it. I I didn't have his. And it it didn't like give me like the same like. It wasn't uncomfortable, like the way the other ones were. Yeah, I guess is what it was. Maybe it's because he wasn't like broken for it, you know. He broke for it. Also, good job on uh, Senor Benjamin. Yeah, he's one of. I mean, how many people have been on WWE TNA? I, I, I mentioned that he's worked for more major companies than most wrestlers. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> uh, he, he's had, uh, yeah, because Matt Hardy since 2016 has worked for TNA, WWE, and AEW. He might be the only one. Who? Oh, so who in AEW has been in TNA, and have they also been in WWE? Um, well, Santana Ortiz, Pentagon, and Phoenix. But none of them were in WWE, right? Um. Who with the, the Hardys? Matt Matt Jackson technically was in WWE. Okay, so <laughs> okay, the Bucks, half of the Bucks. Uh, Kenny Omega, no, Kenny Omega wasn't an Impact. Uh, by the way, Don Callis on commentary during the Omega match makes me think there's going to be some sort of Impact AEW crossover. Good at some point, and I'm just like, give me some of that, dude. I would love it if they did a Super Show. Absolutely. Absolutely, that can be done without hurting it, or and, and it would only help people. Because then you get the the Good Brothers and the Bucks. Yeah, you could have you you could have super super show matches. I mean, really th- think all in. You could do all in again. Yeah, that's and probably what it is because they don't do all in. They it's not part of their four pay per views. Yes, it is. No, it's all out. Oh, well, Revolution, Full Gear, and well, all out is technically all in. All out was the one after all in. Yeah, a year later. All In wasn't an AEW pay-per-view. It's true. All, All In was the one they did. I mean, I'm just, I just thought of this now. I came up with this. How's it working? But, I mean, it's the same thing, really. I mean, they even made fun of it when All, Out was, had, uh, All In hadn't even happened yet with Flip booking instead of Cody, and Flip wouldn't book Cody, and he had an All Out shirt on. I don't know if you remember this on BTE. It was during the Halloween episode that year. I, think. I remember. I remember him jumping in the bouncy house. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great episode. Fuck Flip Gordon. Yeah, he's a flat earther. Weirdo. He's only good when he's on when he's on BTE. But uh, yeah, this one kind of a uh, not as good as when other people do it. No, but, but um, but it was still fine. Again, again, it was, it, if. That's exactly how I feel about a lot of these. I have something to complain about, but ultimately it was good. Getting a text. Oh. Uh, I have to renew my discount that I got from my work. So it looks like I'm, I'm losing my work discount on my cell phone. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Anywho. So uh, next up was MJF versus Chris Jericho. 16 minutes. And... Um, I'm 100% right about my predictions for where this storyline is going. I just want you to know that. What, MJF is going to dissolve the inner circle? Jericho's turning babyface and MJF yeah. runs the inner circle. I think, uh, Setator T's are going to quit the inner circle and Jericho's turning babyface. Jericho's definitely turning babyface. Yeah. For sure. Because another babyface is going to be turning heel soon. 
Which one's that? You'll see. Okay. But I mean, it's Re- fine. Remember, I told you that, though. Okay. Real soon. Babyface turn heel soon. That. Which one's a babyface? You'll see. Oh, okay. You'll see. Um, <laughs> uh, this match, way too long. This match should have been short and to the point. Um, I get that they're trying to have a good match to make mjf seem better but uh i thought this was fine is it really just did nothing for me 15 minutes is about how long the average match is going to be in this company i think yeah i i just nah this match did nothing for me i thought it was fine yeah i thought it was fine i thought that maybe it was the ending a way to get to the ending and just the people in it was pretty much all it was. Yeah. You got Jericho's entrance. You got MJF with the, his ridiculous fucking entrance gear. Yeah, that's all it was. It was fine. It was probably the, probably the worst match of the night. I think the women's title match, the AEW women's title match was the worst, and then the second worst. Yeah, I thought that one was better than you did, so. Oh, yeah, that's fine. But it's, yeah, we flip-flop the worst and the second worst. Hey, we did that with our pickums this week, and someone was right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but then last uh, was the main event, which I thought was excellent. I thought it was excellent. I thought it was the right length. Yeah, this one, uh, it felt right. I don't know how long it was. 17 minutes, so this one was actually pretty good in terms of length. It, c- it could have gone longer, in my opinion, but um, like if you take four or five minutes off the previous match, give it to this match, that, that would be fine by me. But um, an actual attack spot. It wasn't fucking dice, and it wasn't fucking Legos. It was actual tax. So a uh, hell of a tack bump taken on it too, like full body all the way on it. Oh yeah, um, and the best part was, you know how like you wash your hands with hand sanitizer and get like every little nook in your fingers kind of stings a little bit. Yeah, when you busted out the alcohol for that, I was just like, oh my god, that's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> That was like the best creative spot in wrestling that I've seen in a while. The uh It wasn't like a crazy match. I mean it was a little bit of color, but it was uh it was a good bloodbath, you know. Not a bloodbath. It was good uh it was a good street fight, I'd say. Yeah, it was a good street fight disguised as an I quit match. It got Moxley over. Yeah, Moxley is doing really well. Uh Eddie he doesn't K- have bad matches. No, I'll say that um, you might not think he's the best wrestler in the world or, or lighting up the the world in terms of his wrestling, but he doesn't have. He's like Randy Orton in that sense. He he, he doesn't have bad matches. He doesn't have bad matches, but I kind of don't care about him. Yeah, he's exactly like Randy Orton. And I think Eddie Kingston really put this put some sizzle on this stake because I did care about this match. I just wanted it to finish the other way. I wanted Kingston to win. I for some reason I thought they were going to do something fucking wacky like that and just like. Give it like a weird one off, and then give it and have him lose it again at Dynamite. I thought maybe some like uh, someone drags out Renee Young and it's like say it, like say I quit, and like makes him quit that way. You know. You see, I was trying to think of another like shitty way to end the match, but like I, I think they do try to avoid those like bullshit endings. They do for the most part. Like, or like make the bullshit ending 
part of the match. Yeah. Like they don't, they usually don't use that as a way out to like, they back themselves into a corner and they have to like, someone had to say I quit in this match Yeah, and they, and they did it. And I think they did it without any frills or, and you can't have a a baby face do it. You can, but they can only do it if they're protecting somebody, you know? Yes. Um, and that's sort of like what, uh, Mick Foley was a heel, but he quit like a baby face because Ric Flair was going to beat up Molina. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. Yeah, that I remember match. that. That match was fantastic, though. Although every um, post-retirement, well, with the exception of the first one, all the post-retirement Foley matches are pretty good, aren't they? I guess the Rock tag team match at WrestleMania sucked a dick. Uh, the ones that are really good are just him and Orton. Him Orton, him, him Edge, him Flair. Yeah. Um, that's about it. That's like, really all he had. We had TNA matches too. I mean, he was TNA World Champion at one point. I do not <laughs> do not know about nor count those. He, he, I think he beat Sting for it. Of course he did. <laughs> down, 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 down. Um, he's a dude. Look, brown mask. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> he ain't got no family. But yeah, the. The barbed wire coming into play in this match, the tax, the yeah, tastefully the the sanit- the hand sanitizer or alcohol being poured on the tax was it was like very gimmicky. Very, it made me happy because it, they, they they took something that like I discovered in the pandemic to be a real thing, and then they were like they you know they made it even even worse. I can imagine what that felt like, basically having sat on attack. And had hand sanitizer over like a cardboard box <sighs> cut on my finger. You know? Full full body on the tack pile too. Good yeah. on good on. If anyone ever sees John Moxley, tell him that I appreciate that because <laughs> like he d- definitely did that on purpose. Because so I say a minus to the show. Uh, it was fine, good, good stuff. Like, everything was good, but nothing was exceptional, with the exception of the tag match. And honestly, I had pretty high expectations for the tag match. Yeah, maybe like a B plus, A minus is. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in. I'm in the B's high, mid to high B. Okay, fair. Good. They uh, they continued the the killing of it throughout the pandemic. Um. Well, with that said, why don't we try something new here? Okay. The other day, you you texted me asking me what my picks were for this for this week, and I thought it'd be a good idea if we just gave picks on the show from now on. Okay. Um, not too much. We don't have to go into the each game so much, but uh, let's do a quick pick 'em. Got Colts Titans coming up. Where is it? Um, doesn't say, but I'm assuming the bottom team is home. So, I'll um. I'll pull up. Yeah, I just have it on Google. It's just the games. Um, God damn it. I have the stupid fucking Cactus Jack theme song stuck in my head. He ain't got no family. Oh, WWE's. I just got this text. Uh, WWE is releasing uh, people. Again? Yep. Uh, I I clicked on the link, and of course, it just didn't bring it up. And it does it again. Doesn't bring it up. Weird how that happens. Tony Chimmel. Tony Chimmel is still on the payroll? I guess. Did uh, they have him just to introduce Edge for Christian's Hall of Fame induction? Uh, director of venue merchandise. 
<laughs> they cut him off. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Kind of see that one coming, I guess, since they haven't had to sell merchandise in a venue in a year. It's, Don't really need to be yeah. spending six figures on a guy who's in charge of that. We'll give the, the director of handshakes and um, <laughs> open mouth kisses can get fired too. <laughs> <laughs> the director, the director of spitting while you talk. All right. Do you want to do this in a gambling way, or do you want to do this just in a football context kind of way? Football context. Okay. Um, I will. I will do this just so I, I will include. I, here's what I want to do. I want to do the pick them, and I want to let you know when you pick underdogs. Okay. Um. Because I mean, I kind of I'm pretty good at figuring out what lines are at this point i'm gonna bring up the nfl.com schedule so i can see the actual home team i think um i, I think on espn it's the bottom team yeah and google so, it, google just listed the teams uh, yeah it is okay so it's it's colts at titans okay and i'm going titans i'm going titans because i think the colts suck I don't think the Colts suck. I think I just think they're sucks, and I think that the Titans are good. I think the t- the Colts are a meandering team. They're kind of right right in the wood they're, middle area. They're picking right off where uh, the Chargers left with Philip Rivers. Uh, they just yeah like, yeah. I think that's a fair. They they're like, they, the they've Chargers now moved their way into above average mediocrity. Yeah. Um, so but, I go Titans. I think that the Chargers drafted a very good quarterback. I think I think the uh, Chargers drafted a good quarterback. I think the the young quarterbacks in the league right now are pretty good. Yeah, I would give them time, um, especially after the Sunday when Tua had a really good. Tua had a good game too. Um, but I mean, Tua was really like Murray had a good game too. That, that was actually a really good game. Uh, I was watching on Red Zone, so I uh, pretty much saw all the scoring he just, like, plays. Murray completes so many passes too. Yeah, but like he, that, that's he's, what he's more of a runner at the, at the end of the day too. This the the way rookie and young quarterbacks used to be, like they would they would throw the ball fifty times and complete thirty two passes, and yeah. now it's like twenty one for twenty seven is like yeah. a normal game. Like that's, that's so insane to me. You know, I th- I see a lot more teams with like you know hundred ish yards rushing, two hundred in the air nowadays. Yeah. Um, but then we got, here's a good one. Philadelphia at New York giants, Philadelphia at the giants. And think about this. Uh, Philadelphia is winning this division at like what? Two, five and one, something like that. Philadelphia right now is three, four and one, three, four and one. That's what it is. Giants are only a game back on them. No. Uh, well the giants are two and seven, two and seven. They have two wins. Both over the football team. Yeah. <laughs> so they're only two games back then. Um, Giants win this one against Philly. They're they're still in contention. That's crazy. Everyone in this division is in contention. Everyone. Uh, I don't know about the Cowboys. They're still in contention, but I don't know if they'll be in contention. I mean, they're in contention. E- but... Eagles suck the least out of this. But the Giants aren't that bad either. They're terrible. They're they're not as terrible they're, as football. They teams. are not as good as the Jaguars. I was gonna say they might be equal to the Jaguars. Where <laughs> so they're, they're that's scra- not a good that's not a good line team to be that in. Can pull out a couple wins. I don't think they're scrappy. I think they suck. That's yeah. the thing. I think the Jaguars are scrappy. I think that's why they're a little bit better than the Giants. I I take the Eagles in this game 
every time. I agree. I just don't think the Giants are very, and I don't think that that quarterback's very good. Speaking of scrappy teams, we got Jacksonville at Green Bay. I mean, come on. <laughs> Green Bay all the way here. Um. So before, the Eagles are three and a half point favorites on the road in that game. Three and a half? You might, might be good to take the Giants then because they lost. Uh, they've been competitive in every game. So losing by a touchdown, like a lot of their decisions are three points or less. So well, I'm just saying. So you usually get about a, a, a field goal, just just for being at home. So the Eagles are about a touchdown favorite on a neutral site. That's how much better the Eagles are than the Giants, and the Eagles suck. Um, Eagles not great. I'll say that. But yeah, the Eagles are like just good enough to beat a good team if they decide to try hard enough. But all right, moving on. Jacksonville at Green Bay. Green Bay by about Green Bay by four. More than that. Um, no, because they'll let off. They'll let off. They're the kind of team that won't run the score up. They're the kind of team that gets enough points to win and then lets fucking Garner Minshew, who I think is actually okay. Yeah. Okay. Daniel Jones is better than Gardner Minshew. I think they're. I like. I like Gardner Minshew better. I like him better, but as, as a quarterback too. In addition to, in addition to me thinking he's a cooler guy. Yeah. yeah but Packers by a million. Um, football team at Lions. I think that this is a pick'em. Or, or there's no line for it, but um. Oh, they're both because uh, did Stafford went down the other day, didn't he? Did Stafford go down? Kyle Allen went down. Uh, I saw that. Yes, but Alex Smith is their quarterback, and he's good. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think he's ready to be playing football yet. I think is the problem with Alex Smith being the quarterback. Eh. I'll take football team just because I like football team. I'm gonna go Lions. Um, I just think they're pro- they pro- they have more offensive weapons. I also think that they're okay, especially if, if Stafford's not playing. I don't know about that. If Stafford's not playing, then um, because he was on the co- that's what he was on the COVID list this week, and I think he took mm. a hit when they were already losing, so they just took him out of the game. Okay, yeah, because they got killed, right? Yeah. Um, here's an interesting one. This might be a, a sleeper game of the week: Houston at Cleveland. Cleveland. Cleveland, 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 Cleveland. I think Cleveland's good. They lost OBJ. So? I don't know. They have Jarvis Landry. They have receivers. They're getting their tight end back. They do have Jarvis Landry, who had a better year than OBJ last year. I think OBJ was... Kareem Hunt is a good receiving receiving he's, back. He's playing in this one? Is he hurt? I didn't think he got... I didn't think that he I was... I thought he was inactive one week. I might have been a few weeks ago. I forget. Because I think I was going to take him in a uh, one of the blocks I do on FanDuel, and he was out, so I decided not to. That might have happened. Um, it might have just been a uh, uh, like a game time decision where they just like, ah, oh, we don't need you today. We'll we'll be fine. The- but Houston um, sucks. Aside from their coaching woes, has a good quarterback. <clears throat> I'd say they have a puncher's chance. Oh, I think it'll be a good game. I just think that That's Cleveland... what I was saying. It could be the sleeper game of the week. Not, a lot of people probably won't pick this to be very exciting. But 
like this also has the chance to be like a fucking 70 to 63 game uh you know i'd, I'd see this be more in 30s high 20s finish maybe you know? no one plays defense and that's pretty much how cleveland's been winning is just with offense and their defense will let you know a, a team like the bengals run down the field and score a touchdown on them at the yeah. end of the game um so yeah, this is definitely a pick 'em. I go Cleveland Browns too. Yeah, I would take the Browns. Like I said, Houston has a, a puncher's chance, but uh, Browns are probably. I mean, in a real game, if if like I was if I was going to bet on this game, I wouldn't. I would skip this game if I was betting on football. Yeah. Um, another ga- game that looks pretty exciting on paper is Carolina versus Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay coming off a huge loss last night. To the yeah, Saints. what happened? I didn't watch any of that game. Oh, it was beautiful. The Saints sounds beautiful. The Saints were the alpha, and the Bucks were the beta. It sounds like exact. It sounds like the other thing of note that we haven't talked about. It was it's exactly like that. It was. This was more satisfying for me than that because Tom Brady is <laughs> a, a sun kissing fucking traitor. This is no. This is not more satisfying than that at all. <laughs> but. Uh, I'm just saying from watching, uh, um, but yeah, they the Saints just it was 28 to nothing, but in like the second quarter. Yeah, I, but they did. The Bucks scored three points, right? Yes, it was 38 and to three at the end. Jameis Winston came in to James pretty much Winston. shake his ass at the Bucks for Jameis Winston came out, and at the end of the game, he ate a W with. Uh, oh, I, I, I did see that. <laughs> Guy fucking love because he's the backup of the Saints and he's trolling the Bucks yes. and the Bucks are better than the Saints. Uh, they're two and oh, Saints are two and zero oh against the Bucks this year. They have this, almost the same record. Yeah, the Saints are. Yeah, the Saints swept the Bucks this year. Yeah, so they got the tiebreaker and they got a game on them. So um, they have half a game half because a game of the, on them. because of the bye, which is really but but a I game mean, and a half. The Bucks are six games. and three and the Saints are six and two. Yeah, so. You know, Saints win out, they win the division. Saints can give give up one game and still win the division. Yeah. Um, but Bucks against Carolina. I love with, Carolina with Christian McCaffrey back. Oh, he's back. Yeah, he played uh, yesterday. Um, looked, so look good. Look good to me. Are you right? He did play. Yeah. I didn't even fucking realize that that yep. he was gone. I I looked at the game to see what the he got hurt in the last Tampa Bay game. Oh shit! I didn't, I didn't even put together that he had been gone and come back. But with Brady coming off a bad loss, I don't know how much I trust. What do you think the Carolina. line is in this game? In Carolina. In Carolina, I was gonna say. Uh, it's tough because I don't know if they're factoring last night yet or not. But I would probably say five point five bucks. It's pretty good. It's six. But okay, that's for someone who doesn't gamble on football. That's really I, close. I kind of do, you know. I, I mean, do. I just do like FanDuel shit though. Like not really so much pickums, but that's a. Um, I, I I do the spread though game too, like the ringer or whatever that is. Okay. Um, yeah. So I mean, six point six points when you're at home too. Six points at home. That's telling. But Brady's coming off a bad loss, so I kind of. I'm, but the Panthers, I might take a, a flyer on that and just go Bucks. But the Panthers are decent, and they and have Teddy, back. Teddy Bridgewater is a fucking winner. He might not be a he might he won't win the Super Bowl this year, but he's a winner. I'd I'd say he's a gamer. I think he's, yeah, maybe we'll call him a gamer. He, you know, he might not win, but he'll be super competitive. And the in the last game, he he 
fought an uphill battle. They were they were down a lot early, and then they fought their way back. Uh, but that, I, I go Bucks in this game. Um, gun to my head, I have to pick a team. I take the Bucks too. But I would, if I was betting on this game, I would take the Panthers money line. Yeah. I might take the Bucks just because of what I said with Brady coming off the bad loss. That they might it, this might be like a quasi revenge game. Yeah, but also like, I mean, I know it's not a far away. I, I Panthers at home. So what about the Chargers at Miami? Miami all the way for me. I see. I think Miami's a good football team. They proved it yesterday. I think. I think that the AFC East. Is a competitive division and has nothing to do with the Patriots. I, I thought the Bills won the division yesterday, but then I saw Miami win, and I was just like, maybe they didn't. I mean, who cares at that point? I mean, it, the playoffs are going to be wacky this year, anyways. Well, Miami's only a game down on the Bills, right? Yeah, but I mean, they have, there's three wild card teams this year, right? There might be more. They're talking about doing more if they have COVID uh, shit with games like letting in 16 teams so i thought they were doing that this, four, i thought they were doing 14 th- th- there's year. one extra wild card for sure this year but from what i've heard like if there's more covid like rescheduling going on they might try to have 16 teams in the playoffs they might oh yeah because they were going to do that because they might be able to get away with not having as many games if they had to cancel a yes couple. yeah um i I'll watch this game. What, what do I think is going to happen? I don't know. Dolphins' defense is good. and Their offense is, is very underrated, in my opinion. Yeah, but I mean, he's also... He's played two games. One time, his, the offense wasn't great. I mean, he's going to have a shit game. Both of them are going to have a shit game. Herbert, I think, is great. Great, so a little premature. He's very good, though. But... Traveling cross country, yeah. I guess, I guess, I guess Miami. Miami's the hot hand. I'd, I'd, I'd take Miami in this, yeah. Uh, Denver at Las Vegas. Vegas. Denver. Just kidding, Las Vegas. <laughs> I can't bet against Cruden. <laughs> I, I think that's a they're they're a pretty good football team. Denver, Vegas. Okay. And I think they. I mean, this would be one that they would lose because I think this is this is the kind of football team that the Raiders are. Whereas like, they're not going to get up for this shit fucking team. But this shit team is shit. Yeah, I mean. I like Philip Lindsay, but that's about it. That Judy guy's all right. Oh, um, George Judy? Yeah. he's What a great athlete name that is. <laughs> um, here's one. Here's, here's a, a, maybe a tough one to call. Buffalo at Arizona. So I would take Arizona in this because it's got shootout written all over. Because the Bears, the Bears, the Bills defense hasn't been that great this year. No. It's been their offense that's been really good. So, but, well, Kyle Allen's been okay, but this past Josh week, Allen, Josh Allen, thank you. I screw that up every time. Um, Josh Allen's been okay, but what, this past Sunday he had probably his best game in the NFL. I think he's good. Uh, he was. He threw for over 400 yards. Yeah, I think he's good, and I think that it'll be... I think the Bills are back on track. Yeah. They, like, it'll be... I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be a good game. But I think that the... Well, this is... I guess, are the, are the Cardinals real? I'd, I'd say they're talented. 
And I think they're talented. I think they're they got they got a really good shot at being like the number seven wild card team. The I but I I would take the Cardinals in this game. I mean, you know that I like the Bills, so I took the Cardinals last last week and they burned me. I think the Bills are better than the Dolphins. Uh, it's at home though. Cardinals get up for these games. They beat Seattle the other week. Uh, so, but I'm gonna go Buffalo. My instincts say this is Buffalo's year. There's some good games this week. Yeah, uh, San Fran at New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. San Fran's all banged up. Don't even have to talk about that one. San San Fran is. Uh, they're gonna take this year off. Uh, they they lost their quarterback. They lost. Is he gone? So, is he gone again? Uh, well, he's still on the IR. So, uh, he came back just in time to beat the Patriots, and then he sucked again. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> uh, Seattle at Rams. That's that's a good game too. Seattle. Seattle at, will kill at, the Rams. At Rams, though, the Rams are pussies. Rams are fresh though, off the bye. Seattle just took a tough loss from the Bills. They got to go on the road again. The Ra- the Rams are like. They they are the the anti getting up for the they're the anti Miami Dolphins, like they should be really good and they're just fine. And I think the yeah. Seahawks the Seahawks kick the shit out of teams like that. Um, I hate Jared Goff, so I gotta go Seahawks. Yeah, I go Seahawks too. Uh, Bengals Bungles at Steelers. Steelers are eight point favorites in this game. Rightfully so, they're at home. And- they're also eight zero. They do. They're they Dallas almost got them. They're this week, due for so. a loss, and the uh, and Joe Burrow's due for like a real like kicking the shit out of a good team to like kind of prove his point. I would love to see it, but I don't see it this week. I don't see it this week either. Steelers. Here's one. Ravens at Patriots. What do you think the line is on this? I'm gonna go plus seven on the Ravens. So Ravens are minus seven, which is what you I mean, meant. that's what I meant, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, I meant, yeah, I totally meant to say minus. Um, Patriots, I mean, they got a gimme this week. It's, they got to beat the Jets. I mean, if they don't beat the Jets, then, you know, fuck it. Cut everybody. Uh, this not game, cut, we're, not we're, cut everybody, but bench everybody. Ravens are... Uh, Ravens Ra- haven't been looking good, though. Yeah, I mean they 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 kick the shit out of who they they play. Their so defense we, played well, but yeah, you don't really need a good defense to beat the Patriots. You need you need offense scoring points. So Patriots are winning this game, right? Then against the Ravens? <laughs> no, they're no, not, they're not winning this game. <laughs> Ravens no, are winning this game. We're 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 writing the Patriots off. Oh, one hundred percent for the rest of the year. If if there's a year, to I don't lose, even think the, they're going to beat the Jets tonight. They gotta. If I'm going to be honest. The Jets are terrible. Yeah, but the Jets are trying because Sam Darnold like has something to play for. Cam Newton is. He's Cam Newton. That's what he's going to do. I think he's done. I think that he's got one year on the. When you're underthrowing your check down, I mean. He's got one year on the Patriots. I don't think he's going to unless he's one for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, I think this is like pretty much like a. Bill's just trying to put a, a team on the field that plays the best it can. He doesn't want to throw Stidham to the Wolves yet. Yeah. Especially for a, a year where half the team doesn't want to play. Right. So if there's a year to blow it, it's this one. Um, 
they win against the Jets, but they're not going to win against the Ravens, so it doesn't matter. Next week's Monday night game, which we will probably record before it even happens, uh, Vikings against the Bears. Vikings at Bears. Um, I don't like either of these teams, but I like Dalvin Cook, so I'm going to go Vikings. Bears are at home, and the Vikings are favorites by two and a half points. I would take the Bears in this game. I don't think the, the Bears are that bad. Bears are competitive. Uh, I also think they like that. they. Who did they get the shit kicked down by the Titans? Uh, who they play? Who they play? Was it the Titans? Yeah, I think it was. Um, okay, where are they? Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears. Yeah, Titans. Yeah, they lost by a, a touchdown to the Titans in Tennessee, and they lost in overtime to the Saints in New Orleans. Yeah, like, but they're, they're also just, I don't know, they're kind of... They're not interesting. They're overperforming, in my opinion. Their defense is good, and Foles is fine. Foles is, uh, Foles is fine. I, uh, I take the Bears. I, I take the Bears in this game. I, I don't like either team, but I'll, I'm taking the Vikings just because... The Vikings I'm, suck! I, I like... Uh, the best player on the Vikings is on the Bills. <laughs> The best player in the Vikings is Dalvin Cook. Well, now. Yeah. Because the other guy is on the Bills. Dalvin Cook is a very underappreciated running back in the league, I think. Yeah. I think now that he's going to probably, he's halfway through his second full season. Yeah. uh, Healthy season. It's, uh, you can really see how good he is. But. Because he got hurt real early in the year, two years in a row. Those are our picks. You know, let us know how we do. Yeah, but, if you if you if you decide to do anything with the information I gave you, just to let you know, I have a pretty shitty history as far as gambling on sports is concerned, to the point where I don't really do it. Um, so if you take my picks and make money, good on you. But that would make one of us that has done it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, w- you texted me the other day, and uh, you went through my picks, and you were like, "Yeah, pretty much everything except for Buffalo." I was, I, you were like, "I got a feeling about Buffalo." And I was like, eh, Seattle's too good. They're a real offense. Buffalo struggled against the Patriots, who were shit. I'm going to go Seattle and feel good about them. And first thing that happened, it was 14-0 before I I blinked, and it was 14-0, basically, that game. So you were right about that one. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I've, I mean, you've also watched a lot of football, too, so I won't really say it like that. But I've just watched so much fucking football that, just once every like week there's a game or two that i'm just like this is definitely happening but the problem is that spidey sense works but i try to like will that spidey sense into working on other things where it shouldn't work my spidey senses definitely go off on certain things but that i'll just be like "Eh, well also you you notice some trends and other things too like I mean, if I was betting games every week, I would bet against the Chargers every week because for some goddamn reason, fucking Vegas loves them. <laughs> the the fucking that they um they they're the they were God, who are they favorites against? They were favorites against the Jaguars by like eight points. Jeez. And they both have the same fucking record. Like, I know that one of them, like, has trouble moving the ball, and the other one has, like, a good well, quarterback. Chark is good, but um, 
you know, you look at the receivers on Chargers, and I mean, like Keenan Allen stands out like a sore thumb. Like he's the most talented guy in the field, and those two with those two teams yeah. against each other. Uh, plus, uh, Herbert is uh, like probably going to be emerging as one of the best quarterbacks in the league in the coming years. Yeah, um, him and Burrows really look like. Even Tua the other day looked really good. He threw something that I thought was an interception. To I don't know if you saw this. He threw an interception to Arizona that was called out of bounds, but it was like the dumbest play ever. It was almost as bad as Burrow's uh, shuffle pass interception from week one. Um, that was pretty bad. But he was trying to throw it out of bounds, and the Cardinals defender caught it, basically. But they're saying he didn't get his feet in bounds. But, like... It was very close to being a very stupid interception. The um, you can tell that like they're turning. There is a turning point in who the quarterbacks are going to be in the league. I think starting like last year and this year. I think for quarterbacks going forward, need to have a mobile option. I mean, is Herbert particularly mobile? Um, I don't know anything about him because I don't follow college that much. I think he's got. I know legs. he looks like a baby. Yeah, he's got legs, but I don't think that's his. Does he game. know how to use them? <laughs> easy, easy, easy. Is he? Um, uh, no, I, I was actually doing the Kid Rock version for Stacy oh, Keebler. God damn you! God damn you! Do 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 do. Anyway, um, but yeah, you look at like Jackson and Mahomes to uh, uh, you know, even go back to Russell Wilson and. But all of them, top of the top quarterbacks in the league, can run. They don't always do it, but they can. They can do it when they need Most to. Most of the good ones. Yeah. And maybe it's just because Michael Vick was their heroes growing up. Yeah, they just loved Madden. So uh, stay away from dogfighting, guys. That's my that's my uh, one request for the quarterbacks in this league. Don't don't make anim- don't pin animals against each other in underground fighting leagues. Any animals of any kind, even humans. I would like to read all about that as an adult now. <laughs> as an adult who recognizes, uh, who, who, I won't say recognizes, who knows to look for racist narratives and see how that plays out in my brain now. <laughs> well, anyways. Something tells me it's grosser in a different way than I thought it would be. Speaking of racist narratives and looking for that, why don't we talk to about, about the main course for this episode, I guess. I know. We're gonna, we made we'll you wait an hour for it, but uh, yeah, Biden won. Um, God, it's really like the whole weekend just played out great. I mean, the Republican response has been so undignified and... Yeah, that's what made it so great. It's just been so classless and so trashy. Yeah, and I don't really want to like go super nuts on that. I'm not going to. I, I all I've been doing is when I see it, I'll just go into the comments and say Biden's your president. You lost. Get over it. The um, and I'll hashtag Biden 2024. I don't even want Biden in 2024. I don't. Nobody likes Biden, but he's not Donald Trump. Nobody likes Biden, and he kicked the shit out of Donald Trump in this election. Uh, by like four million. It wasn't. It wasn't a total thrashing, but I think when it's all said and done, with the way ma- the map works, uh, Biden will have had three hundred six electoral college votes, and that's exactly what Trump got. Yep. 
So, uh, so like, let's um, let's kind of look at this differently instead of analyzing like a football game. What's what's starting from Friday afternoon? Let's talk about our favorite parts of Friday to Saturday. Um, our favorite parts of the elect the electoral uh, week. Just which fuck this. I hope that the, that. This never happens again when there's a piece of shit, human shit, in fucking the White House. Yeah, to make that makes me care enough to pay attention to it too. That's that was my whole thing. I always wrote in Jesse Ventura for president, and Trump took that away from me. Um, I never took it seriously until that fucking douchebag. So, uh, yeah, just seeing the complaining and the it's not over there's legal challenges and just laugh reacting at every single one of them the uh, just letting them know not, that they're fucking stupid and laughing in their stupid faces not everybody like i just the the reaction to like the like immediate camp of like either his family or the rest of the people or fuckland and mcmahon too like my seeing that it's like it just made me happy that i stopped watching that wwe yes because he's like, you know what? I, it's like every time I see a news article about uh, cigarettes going up in price, I'm just like, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> it was like, I, I had the exact same feeling about that. Like I, I never pay attention to it because I never smoked cigarettes. So, okay, it's never actually happened. I made up a scenario to prove my point. But uh, just like Donald Trump made up a newspaper article to plaster all over his uh his press conference on monday today's monday sunday um oh what he had what he had at the landscaping that was judy giuliani okay then we'll talk about that right now because i i was so fucking stoned on saturday and i was watching saturday night live and i was text texting um not listener but uh matt like, wait a second. I know that I'm high as fuck right now, but did they have a press conference at the Four Seasons, like a, a company called the Four Seasons? So Trump text, uh, tweeted out press conference at the Four Seasons and then deleted the tweet and then retweeted press conference at Four Seasons landscaping. Because... <laughs> Come on, you can tell that he fucked that up and thought it was at the hotel. Yeah. And then they're like, well, what's Four Seasons that we could do? And then they called this landscaping company and was like, Four Seasons would have us, can you? So we could kind of save face. <laughs> the, so, like, me trying to, like, wrap my head, like, that's ridiculous. And I'm, like, stoned out of my mind. So I'm just like, I can't believe how fucking silly this is. And the next morning, clear mind, like, coffee. Like had a little walk. I hadn't had any garbage in my body yet. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like how ju- how good does everything have to be? Like, I know like it's gonna be ridiculous and probably not great, but like what like a like what a victory cigar that was. <laughs> it was just nice to see them upset because they it was really four years of Trump's your president. Get over it. You lost. You're here right now in the middle of the meme that I made with the girl crying. Um, it was four years of just. Yeah. They had never won anything in their life. And now they're back to it. And it's so good that they're back to it. 
But uh, speaking and also, like, of- uh, uh, pretty much everyone that I know is already like on like the all right now fuck you Joe Biden. Yes, exactly. That's what I mean. Like nobody likes Biden. Like it's great. But uh, Linda McMahon, her tweet was just that copy pasta about supporting the Trump with the legal votes, and then uh, which C- is by CM Punk uh, retweeted it with this. Yeah, I saw that. So, so uh, fuck yeah, CM Punk. If C- anyone sees C- CM Punk, let them know that I love him. CM Punk superimposed Biden's face on his body when he won the title and superimposed the back of Trump's head on McMahon's head. And he's like, blowed him the kiss goodbye and escaping through the crowd. Uh, Kevin Owens, uh, Donald Trump tweeted out, I won this election by a lot. And he Kev- said that he Kevin beat Goldberg, Goldberg, right? <laughs> <laughs> I retweeted them both because they were such good takes. But my favorite. Yeah, all the guys that are going to be running the indies in fucking three years are. My favorite. Sami Zayn had a cu- couple good ones too, but he's more like real about it. Yeah, my favorite is the Ralph Wiggum meme, which is uh, Joe Biden and Antifa were making ballots in the counting room, and I saw one of the fake ballots, and the ballot looked at me. <laughs> and I don't know if you can see it, but I've, oh, I've I've been <laughs> seeking these out. I do. I've been doing more like. Like interneting than I, than you know me to do. I literally, if I sit down to thank God for football yesterday, I Google Donald Trump Twitter right now, just because it it brings me joy that he's that he's so upset. I don't. I'm not. I'm less upset with like the like like yeah like the real like the really ridiculous Trump supporters. Like I do enjoy that they're not happy. Yes, the Republicans who like I think are. Fuck them. So fuck them. Like, but not fuck them. I no, no. Fuck them all. I can't. You do twats. It. Fucking. You. You took it. You're like, yeah, he's racist, but it's not a deal breaker for me. So fuck you, you fucking twat. I'm glad you lost. I'm glad you're feeling pain right now because nothing. You. you your only fucking political ideology was I want to own the libs. I want to laugh at them. I want to make them hurt. That so, was all you cared about for four fucking years, and now it's back in your face. Fuck you, you fucking twat. You lost. Get over it. So, fuck you. Those ones that felt good. I those <laughs> ones I agree with because there are there's a I mean I do construction. Those are the ones that that ha, that I see. But that's not a lot of people. Like like the whole like seventy one million of them. It's not seventy one million of those people. There's seventy one million of them. But I mean that's I. I honestly don't think that if any of those people had any semblance of like looking into just like how like how racism works in this country or anything like that. Like, I think that they have a lot to learn about the reason that they have what they have and why they have it. Yeah. And I think that that's dig. I think that a lot of them are good people who are Republican for probably what they think are right reasons, but it comes with a lot of baggage from some other bullshit. And I just don't Fuck think that I just don't think they know it. Oh, oh I mean, it, they'll never know it in my lifetime. Yeah. I, I'm, and I'm not going to fucking, I mean, and I'm still learning this shit on my own too. Like that's the other, I'm done. I'm not placating to them anymore. I'm not going to be nice to them. Uh, you fucking, this is a stink. You don't wash off these, you, you're wearing all white and you just squirted all that fucking French's mustard all over yourself <laughs> and it's never coming off and you're stuck in that shitty white mustard suit forever now. You're wearing your double dare clothes every day. It's, it's a stain you can never come clean from. It's, 
would you when you fucking put on that red hat that's a fucking line that you cross that is being oh that is a declaration that you are the, the shittiest motherfucker on the planet the the red hat fucker the, the red hat there's there's a difference between the red hat fuckers and the the registered republicans in my head the red hat fuckers can go fuck themselves and the red hat the red hat fuckers are either going to be fucking dead in five years because they're 190 or they're just they're those people there's always going to be those people if you see them in public punch them in the jaw <laughs> which is like let's let's bring that back if is when everyone has like a reasonable like a way to reasonably decide whether someone's just a shithead we can go back to just saying punch them in the jaw. Now, like Proud Boys getting stabbed on Saturday, good. When did that happen? I think three different people that associated with the Proud Boys got stabbed in public on Saturday. Might have been Friday. When what cities did they happen in? I think one of them happened in New York. All right, which is where you, if you're a Proud Boy, you get stabbed. Um, so like those people, yeah, yeah. Let's, well, let's, well, the thing about New York is like the cops just like beat the shit out of people in New York. So everywhere, don't feel bad about a Proud Boy getting stabbed. No, no, like, and, and so like, I'm I'm trying to separate those people from like the people that are probably good people that just happen to be fucking Republicans. They don't like the way that. They don't like that they don't know pronouns. <laughs> like, does that make sense? Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them all. I'm I'm much less towards the middle on this than you are. I am I am done with these people. Fuck them. Fuck them all. Fuck fuck that moderate Republican. Fuck the fucking the the Lincoln Project. Fuck all those clowns. I mean, I if you want to really have like fuck Democrats. Oh sure, one hundred percent. I I don't care for either of the. I'm an independent and ha- always have been. I'm not a Democrat at all. But fuck the Republicans. They're so much worse. I would, so much worse. It's not even close. I just want the middle to be good and not the middle be like we both ignore the fact that that there's minorities that are just getting fucked so we can so we can buy all the expensive ass houses while the really rich people buy all the fucking you want to know what i want now now that fucking trump is gone i want all those twats who donate millions of fucking money to super PACs so they can buy tv ads i want them all to fuck off and take every cent you were going to give to some fucking shitty lindsey graham or or mitch mcconnell or some other twat and put that towards some good cause think of all them like hundreds of millions of dollars are spent on political advertising all right take that money and put it towards a good cause fuck off with buying politicians you fucking twat no that's probably i mean really like everyone should start doing that now yeah so like in three and a half years when like oh fuck we had we got we got to go with biden again because they have other like ted cruz or some dumb shit like i don't know who's i don't Tom Cotton would be most my my best guess because he's more of a Trump acolyte who wasn't completely fucking weakened by Trump. Trump, you know, all those guys like Lindsey Graham and and Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz, like all those guys ran against Trump and they all just got fucking lined up right behind him when he was done making fun of their wives or calling them short or making fun of their appearance and uh, you know, alluding to the fact that Lindsey Graham is gay and uh you know, they all lined up behind him and kissed his ass for him in the end. Guys like Tom Cotton, who were there from day one, who were just pieces of shit to begin with, they'll be the next tier of people I mean, who maybe, the Republicans get behind. Maybe if in the next 
three and a half years, four years, we can figure out something that fucking works for everyone. Ever if I don't know. Well, I think I think what you're going to see is the left is really going to stop backing Democrats from here on in, because uh, or they're going to try to to like really infiltrate the the party well they tried that and like the the party is now like trying to blame like down ballot losses on aoc and the left because i mean all all the people who lost were aoc and the left is the reason that joe biden won this right election um like anyone who aoc kind of like helped out with their campaign who was in like a a tough to call district um anyone who she helped they won Anyone who refused her help, they lost, and they're still trying to blame AOC on those losses. Like she offered to help them, and and they all said no because they all didn't want to back Medicare for all, and it wound up biting them in the ass because it's a popular thing, a popular yeah for, to have. for the real people, right? So, but Democrats don't like that because they're in bed with the insurance companies, so they're yeah. they're, they're trying to blame everything on the left, and they're going to lose the left is what's going to happen. Democrats are just going to it's going to be a schism. And sort of like how the Tea Party a little, almost broke away from Republicans and became Libertarians, uh, almost, almost something like that's going to happen. But I think it's actually going to be more so and more effective, where they're going to say like, "We don't need your your money, or your your backing. Like we people like us on our own, so we're just going to break away." Like Bernie Sanders will be an independent. Uh, Bernie Sanders will be dead. Eh, hopefully not. Hopefully not, because I mean Bernie Sanders to tell people like me. What to fucking do? <laughs> I'm begging you once again f- to vote for me. Or whatever that meme is. Fuck. Well, I fucked it up. I mean, that's... <laughs> I'm that's, once again asking you to vote for me. I mean, that's really what I say what like we need. Because, I, I mean, one thing done. I, mean, like, I don't love politics. I fucking hate politics. Me too. So, like, it's I boring. don't... I don't like that I learned anything about it. I don't feel like I learned anything for the past, like, I mean, five so, years. So, I mean, I literally didn't know anything about it. This is the first time I've ever voted. It's a like I'm. It's the first time I've ever fucking hated anyone like Poison. Like I, George Bush sucked. And Bush, all, Bush all, sucked, but you know I I don't think he. Was and now like I'm mad because I have to fucking find out enough about how racist I am so I can point out how fucking racist they are. And fucking, <laughs> I don't like knowing I'm racist. I don't like knowing I'm being like I'm being mean to gay people. I like gay people. I like I know I like you do, black pal. people. I know you do, pal. <laughs> <laughs> like now that I've been finding I've been just like adding to the problem with like people that I think are interesting and cool. I don't like it. No, you, I don't like that I have to do work on myself. It sucks. Yeah. And if I have to do it, everyone else has to do it too. But introspection is a good personality trait to have because you it means you're improving. Uh it's something that Republicans lack. They can't see how fucking shitty they are and they can't see it's the democrats it's people it's Every, a lot of people like, everything's the democrats it's, fucking, it's not problem. democrats or republicans it's fucking white people it is white people yeah um and i want to fix white people i would like to fix white people but i think white people are broken <laughs> yes uh, they are and he said that that's probably one of the broken ones too huh yeah yeah um well he's been pretty quiet he's he's for the most part he's always just like saying like good things so i i think if matt howdy ever tweeted out i'm not a political person uh he wouldn't follow it with th- a bunch th- of th- there would be a track record w- to prove that he's wrong <laughs> an immediate track, Wait, record. immediate track like the words that followed the phrase i'm not a political person the immediate oh my god it's so hilarious fuck chris jerica 
He could fall in line with all those people. See, here's the thing. He, Jericho falls in line with the people that I'm talking about because I don't think that Chris Jericho is like a racist or like a he's not or, a, race, or a, a, a bigoty person. No. But I he, think he's he a fu- rich white person who doesn't know any better. He lined right the fuck up behind uh, the Trumps, though, because he had that fucking, he had Donnie Jr. On yeah, he did all podcast. that, but like, he, I mean, also like, I mean, he listen to him talk to Aubrey Edwards on his podcast or listen to him talk to Nyla Rose on his podcast. Like Jericho's got like a good head on his shoulders. No, I just don't think that he understands exactly what's going on because people have fucking things to work on. People, people like Jericho who will have Nyla Rose and Aubrey Edwards on their podcast and then turn around and vote and support Donald Trump are trash. Fuck them trash but i don't think he knows what he's doing when he does that right and i i would like people to know what they're doing when they do that and i'm maybe i mean i would like to know why i think that he needs to know what he's doing because i don't know enough and it's upsetting me and i hate it but like can we all agree that everyone in slayer sucks oh 100 i wrote them off years ago man but they got some good records that's um i don't this, know this I, is what i like to call the chris jericho slayer problem it's uh i know uh Tom is a, a a piece of shit. Don't know anything about Carrie. He carries falls right in line. I I I'm hoping that the other guitar player, uh, uh, Gary Holt, isn't is, dead. No, he's no. I mean, he's dead. But I'm hoping Gary Holt doesn't fall in line with them. But he might. Who knows? But yeah, fuck yeah. Slayer. I, I this is this is the uh, yeah yeah fuck Slayer and fuck Chris Jericho. But I mean, shit. Uh, Slayer wrote Rain and Blood, and I mean, Jericho wrote Judas. <laughs> yeah, because he cheated on his wife. There is light on the path I walk 